This round of the social game is brought to you by Celestial Slime Graphics, your destination for top-notch drawings, paintings, commissions, buttons, and more. You can follow them at Celestial underscore Slime underscore Graphics on Instagram for more information. And welcome to the first round of the social game of 2021. Ooh, yeah, round seven, but also round one. Yeah, round <laughs> one of the new year. The calendar has officially flipped. It's been a while since we've gotten together, but we finally were able to do it. We yeah. are here talking about the latest in pop culture in our country and around the world to a degree. So hello, Danny. Hello, Jacob. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Just uh, school started back up, so I'm adjusting to having that ah. back in my life. Um Coursework is, uh, it's not mounting yet, but I imagine it will get there. I'm sure it will. That's what school always does. Yeah. How are things going with you? What have you been up to? I'm preparing to move to South Korea. Yep. Two weeks, right? About just over. And it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. You were packing a lot, I heard. I, I can take, well, a lot, but a little. I can only take two suitcases. That's it. And there's a weight limit. And there's a weight limit. So, um, thankfully, all my clothes fit. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's fun. Are there some things that won't make the trip? Many books that I wish I could take and my six bags of candy corn. (laughs) Probably. I'm still trying to find a way to fit them in there. I'd like to take those. I might have to make a box of things for my mom to ship over (laughs) 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 because candy corn, man. Yeah. And I can't believe you're about to move to Korea. It's so exciting. It really is. <laughs> oh, by the way, just so you know, just because Danny's moving to Korea does not mean the podcast is ending. We're going to try to keep it going. We're just going to go intercontinental. Yeah. That's all. Once we get, once Danny moves and gets settled and we get the time differences figured out, there'll be plenty more rounds of the social game coming your yes. way. Yes. Coming up and coming at you. Exactly. Yeah. You know what else I'm excited for? What? The Muppets. The Muppets. It's coming soon on Disney Plus, all five original seasons. I found out the news while I was sitting in the dentist's office the other day. Wow. And I literally started to cry. You started to cry. I actually in started the dentist to cry office. In the waiting room of the dentists. Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> You're so happy all the original Muppets seasons are coming all back. Of them. It's so good. Yeah. Thank God for Disney, right? Yeah. Yeah. Preserving yeah. all that history. Exactly. Jim Henson would be so proud. Oh, he would. Yeah. I hope he would. Yeah. And speaking of Disney Plus, uh, we got to talk about the TV show that's kind of swept social media the last week or so, WandaVision. Yes. Where I- we got Wan- Wanda, or Scarlet Witch, and Vision are finally living the suburban lives they wanted and we rooted for mm-hmm. in the MCU films. They finally get it, but all is not as what it seems, apparently. First two episodes are out now on Disney+, Plus. if you want to check them out. Um, and the feedback has been stellar. Have you watched it yet? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. I, I watched it, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm eagerly waiting for more episodes. Yeah. Wanda's one of my favorite superheroes. I love her so much. So happy to see women get... TV shows and movies, finally, MCU, after 10 years. I'm just saying, we talked about this before (laughs) we started recording. I ship Wanda and Vision more than any other MCU couple. Mm -hmm. I really do. They're great together. Um, And I'm so glad that Vision is back. It's great to see Paul Bettany. 
great mm-hmm. actor, and Elizabeth Olsen. Wonderful. Can I just say she blows her older sister's work out of the water? <laughs> okay, do not diss Mary-Kate and Ashley, okay? I still have VHS tapes of them. I don't even have a VHS player, but I still have the tapes. Hey, I'm not dissing them. I mean, they made a lot of people's childhoods. <laughs> I mean, I still remember watching the commercials for all those tapes that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was a good time to be alive. And I'm just saying, Elizabeth came out of nowhere oh, yeah. and just, boom, lit it off like dynamite. She's a great actress. She really is. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, so WandaVision's releasing episodes weekly. Mm-hmm. And I believe so. How many episodes are in the first season, do you know? Nine, I think. I looked it up, and I'm pretty sure it's nine episodes. Pretty sure it's nine. Yeah, don't quote me on that. Yeah. Unless I'm right, then quote me. Well, I guess we can quote pretty sure. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, I did qualify that statement. Yeah. So, yeah, you can check that out on Disney+, Plus and the original Muppets episodes coming out on Disney+. February Plus. 19th. February 19th. Yes. How about that? She'll be watching it in Korea. Oh, I will be watching yeah. every episode immediately. <laughs> yeah. It's an exciting time to be really a Disney is. Plus subscriber. Yeah. That's for sure. You know, um, and I was actually at my friend Brayden's house the other day. You know a movie we watched? What movie? Uh, the Greatest Game Ever Played. Never with, heard of it. With Shia LaBeouf. You've ever heard of the greatest game ever played? No, but it came out when we were kids. Do you think I watched anything when I was a kid? I was watching Mary Kate and Ashley. That's what I was doing. (laughs) Well, anyway, it's a movie. It's based on a true story. Um, Shia LaBeouf plays Francis We Met, who was a famous golf player in the early 1900s, and it chronicles Francis We Met winning the 1913 U.S. Open. So um, it's a really cool story. Um, He's in it. Um, Stephen Delane, uh, one of Britain's finest, plays Harry Varden, who at the time was the most accomplished golf player in the world. Ah. Um, trying to remember who else was in it. Um, I can't really remember, but um, it was a great cast. Um, great, great, great movie. Um, I remember watching it when I was a kid, and it brought back a lot of great memories for me. I highly recommend it if you've never seen it. I'll have to add it to my list. It's a great, it's a really good sports movie, especially considering it's a golf movie. Oh. It's a really good sports movie. Interesting. Yeah, it, it captured Shia LaBeouf when he was, like, in his prime, you uh. know, because, you know, even Stevens was what made Shia LaBeouf famous. Yes. Everybody knows that. Show. And then he broke into movies when he made his appearance in Holes. Holes, also a good movie. And then he was in The Greatest Game Ever Played. And then 2007, I... 2007, Shia LaBeouf was in his apex because he was in Transformers. Oh, he was in yes. Disturbia. And then he was Cody the Penguin in Surf's Up. So, was he? Yeah, he was. Wait, Surf's Up. You never saw Surf's Up? I don't think so. Surf's Up is an awesome movie. I saw Surf's, Surf Ninjas. Yo, Surf's Up. Which is older. You have to see Surf's Up. Good. It's a great movie. Okay. It's got a huge cast. Shia LaBeouf's in it. Jeff Bridges. Zoe Deschanel. Oh. Um, Dietrich Bader, John Hader. Um, yeah, it's very, really good cast, and it's really just great-looking visually. It has a great musical score, great soundtrack. I've seen Surf's Up at least 200 times, and I never get sick of it. It's a great movie. And then, of course, Shia LaBeouf was also in um, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal yes. Skull. Yes. I remember seeing that in theaters um, with my mom, and... <laughs> You've seen the movie, right? Yeah, I have. It's been a while, but yeah. You remember what happens to Kate Blanchett in the end, right? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's Kate Blanchett. Yeah. I didn't even. 
You didn't know that was Kate Blanchett? I didn't realize it until you said that. Then, yeah. yeah now, now I realize. Well, you remember what happened at the end, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. It was Who freaky. Could <laughs> Who could forget? Yeah. I don't think my mom's watched the movie since. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was great. I, I had a great time with that movie. Um, and then, of course, it's hard to not have a great time with an Indiana Jones movie. Exactly. I mean, when you got Harrison Ford, I mean, how can you go wrong? Exactly. Yeah. He's wonderful. Yeah. Great, great guy. Yes. I miss Han Solo. Don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah. I went to, uh, when I was at Disney World, yeah. we went to Star Wars Land. Yes. That was amazing. But there were there was merch with Han Solo on it. And I was like, <laughs> Han Solo. Um, to be fair, though, I did that about literally every character I saw merch of. I was like, Yoda, <laughs> Princess Leia. Um, it was so much fun. Disney World did Star yeah, Wars. Please tell us about it. Tell so, us uh, uh, Tell us about checking into Art of Animation. Okay. What was that like? It was very fun. Um, I enjoy drawing, so when we walked into the lobby, I really enjoyed seeing all the drawings. Did they you see were, the chandelier? Yes, I did. It was very cute. I enjoyed being in there. I also enjoyed walking around the different parts of the resort and seeing all the details like the fish and the swimming pools yeah. <laughs> and all the other things. Um, it was really cute. It was, and our room was cute too. It was Little Mermaid themed. I so bet Callie loved that She room. did love it a lot. She had fun too. We all had fun. Yeah. yeah. But did it wear you out? Yes. Um, also because I wore my Chacos and Chacos are not fun shoes to break in. Um, and I have broken them in, but they're the type of shoes you have to break them in if you don't wear them for like a week. You have to like re-break them in. And it's been probably like a year since I wore them. So my my feet, I literally could not walk at one point. Um, like my feet would cramp. So we had to go to Walmart and buy me a new pair of shoes wow. part way through. But other than that, it was very, very fun. And so walk me through the first day. What was okay. the first thing you rode? We rode Peter Pan's flight. And how was it? It was fun. It's, I still think it's a little bit overrated, but it's fun. <laughs> like, we did it first just because the line, like, literally, even at 35% capacity, okay, the line for that thing was insane. Yep. All day. Like, I don't get it. I don't get why someone would well, want to wait, like, that, two hours for Peter Pan's flight. Well, let me tell you this. The first time I went to Disney World was in 2002. I was seven wow. years old. The line at Peter Pan's Flight over 12 years never changed. No, it's a classic. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. Yeah. There will always be at least an hour-long wait for Peter it's Pan's crazy. Flight. It's crazy. So we, we were literally the first people on it um, yeah. that morning. But, yeah, and then we rode, like, I rode. That had to be cool mansion. to be one of the first people. It on was, it. but it's always a little bit intimidating because, like, you're, you're walking through the line and you're, like, Oh, do I stop and look at things? Like, oh, do I, what do I, like, I don't know. I get anxiety a little bit, yeah. like social anxiety, because the employees are sitting and they're just, like, waiting for you. And I know it's not <laughs> their fault either. Like, that's their job. But I feel uncomfortable when I'm the first one on a ride or something because the employees are just, like, waiting for you specifically. <laughs> but I guess that's fine. I, there could be worse places to have all the employees staring at you. And you right. said you rode Haunted Mansion. I rode Haunted Mansion. We we rode a lot of rides, actually. And Callie did okay on everything? Yeah, she did not ride Haunted Mansion. 
She didn't? She did not. She said she was going to. She said she was going to, and then she got scared, and then she got sad because she thought she would disappoint me. So, yeah. So who ended up going to Haunted Mansion? Emily and I. Oh, that's, that yeah, was fun. that was fun. It's darker. Maybe I'm just getting older, but, like, I'm so old. It was six whole years ago that I went. Um, I'm, like, 23 years old. I'm practically ancient. But it was so much darker in there than I remember. Like, yep. I felt like I couldn't see. I was like, am I blind? Like, did they turn the lights down? Like, what's what's going on? But it was fine. It was fun. It was cute. Yeah. Um, we yeah we just we went we had lunch at Cinderella's castle. That was fun. I that was it. really cool, like really fancy and cool and very nice. Yeah, very. Well, how cool. was the food? Amazing. I had lamb. You had lamb. I had lamb. Yeah. Have you ever watched my uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding? I think I it's have. Such a good movie. Anytime I hear or talk about lamb, I just think like, that's all right. We make the lamb. Um, it's a good movie, but anyways, yeah, I ate lamb, we got, like, fancy, like, deconstructed cheesecake, um, it was nice, Cinderella came out and waved several times, etc., we hung out all day, we ate food, as you do, um, yeah, and then we went to Hollywood Studios the next day, and... Toy Story Land is so much fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We basically walked... I think we were probably some of... It, the first, if not some of the first, people on um, Toy Story Mania that day. How did Callie do on that? So... It was so much fun. She loved it. Yeah. We wrote it, like, five or six times, I think. Five or six times? No, probably not that many, but we wrote it multiple times. Those would be like, I you could write that five or six times a day. That's remarkable. We did... We wrote it at least three times, if not four I think it was three. And everybody had fun? Oh, yes. Even with the 3D? Yes. It was so much. Like, literally, I can't explain. That game was, like, perfect for me. Yeah. Because it's a game. It's competitive. Yep. So every time I beat my previous score, and I felt so accomplished, but I wasn't able to beat the high score. But I knew if Disney gave me unlimited passes and enough time, I could. Ah. So, like, it makes me want to go back. Their games are addictive. I remember when Toy Story Radio first came out at Hollywood Studios. That thing was huge. Like, was, I mean, it was still crowded when later in the day, but... Well, I mean, I remember watching it on Disney Channel when they were hyping up the attraction. Oh, yeah. They hyped it up with the great Demi Lovato, of oh. all people. They went through it on Disney 365, and it looked so Disney cool. And then we've actually gone to do it several times, and I've never had a bad experience. Of course, ah, it's so fun. So much fun. I really want to ride that slinky dog bash because it looks so my cool. My mom and Emily did, and they had fun. Yeah. Callie and I, instead of riding that, we rode the alien spin ride thingamajig, like, I think literally four times. And Callie yeah, didn't get sick? In, in one moment. Wow. Um, and then... I know Callie went back and wrote it a couple more times. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, she didn't get sick. It's it's not it's not extreme at all. It was really yeah. fun. It was cute. And then Star Wars was fun. We did not ride any of the cool rides in Star Wars because um, the really, really cool Millennium Falcon one where you're in the ship and you get to do things, you have to reserve a spot in an online queue, and literally it fills up in, in less than a second. Wow. If you are not, like, the first person to hit that at the exact right moment, you don't get on the ride that day. 
Wow. Like, it is insane. So we didn't ride that or anything else in Star Wars um, World, the, the land, because it was hours long wait. But we did ride the, the 3D Star Wars ride uh, several times. And that was so much fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. I got very sick. Very car sick. <laughs> but I don't care. I would I would throw up a million times to get to travel at light speed again. That was so much fun. Yeah. It was great. I can't wait to go down there and see it for myself. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, my friend Lindsay Burrell, um, who I go to Winthrop with, was telling me about um, one of the the Rise of the Resistance yeah. ride down there. She said like it was the greatest thing ever because even though you have to wait a long time, the ride itself is really long, so it's like yeah. worth the wait. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's cool. And now I want to ride that. And then I came across something the other day. Speaking of Hollywood Studios, I came across something the other day that made me really sad. Um, It was a picture of the Fantasmic set, the amphitheater. It was an aerial view, and it looked almost abandoned. And it broke me in half because I love that show. I love Fantasmic. If you haven't gotten to see it, you're, like, seriously missing out. It's the greatest way to end the night at Mm -hmm. Disney World, period. Um, and when I saw the set and how vacant it looked, I, I almost cried. Aww. Like, it was so sad. I, I loved it. And it made me think of, like, all the times I got to see it and how much I miss it. You know what's a cool new ride you can be excited for? What? The Mickey Mini ride. Oh, the, the Tiny Runaway, Theater. The Runaway, Runaway Robo. That one was so much fun. We waited a long time, partially because they had to stop and disinfect the ride while we were in line. So... We just stood there for like forever while they disinfected it, but they're very organized at how they disinfected it. It was very satisfying to watch. Um, and then it broke down for like a second. But um, it's so much fun. It's one of the trackless rides. Yeah. So the carts all go in different directions. Yeah. But like there's a room where there's like a tornado happening. And it like literally the wind in there was so strong and they like put you in like circles around the tornado like it was so much fun and then you like went underwater and it was a really really it was one of my favorite rides i think because yeah, did really good i can't it. wait to see that one either yeah um, you have to ride it so uh, in terms of the magic kingdom you mm-hmm. went to tomorrowland i assume oh yes we went to all the lands did you ride uh astro orbiter no you didn't? No, none of us did, I don't think. Maybe, okay, so one night, I don't remember if it was Monday or Thursday, but my, me and Callie went back early. We, we kind of did some, like, switching off stuff, so, like, I hung out by myself at the park for, like, an hour, and then I went back to the room, and then my mom and Emily would go back to the park. We kind of did some stuff like that towards the evenings, um... But they might have ridden it then, but I know they were going to ride it earlier, but the line was really long. Oh. We did ride the Buzz Lightyear ride. Oh, the Space Ranger. Yeah, so thing. much fun. Uh, uh, I accidentally hit some kind of, like, hidden target and gave myself 100,000 points, mm-hmm. like, right off the bat. And wow. I'm shocked and impressed with myself, honestly. Wow. I have no idea what happened, but I'll take it. Free points are free points. Wow. It's yes. great. I love that game. I never get tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tomorrowland's personally probably my favorite area mm-hmm. in Magic Kingdom because it's um, everything around there is fun. Like I love the Buzz Lightyear ride. I love getting on the People Mover, yeah. which comes in handy if you've been walking around a lot. Yeah, the People Mover was um, 
under repair when I went, so we couldn't ride that. That's a shame. Yeah, they were, like, testing it, and every time it hit one part of the track, it'd go... So um, they didn't have anybody on it. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for anybody whose ears. <laughs> and then Astro Orbiter has always been fun. I love... I know some people feel iffy about it, but I, I think it's fun. I love the Astro Orbiter. Yeah. And then if you want to go really old school, you can check out the Carousel of Progress. Yeah, we didn't do that. That's a shame. We did Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents. Which was impressive and terrifying. Impressive and terrifying. The animatronics. Animatronics usually are impressive like, and terrifying. Like Abraham Lincoln in that one little bit stood up, and I was like, that's clearly a robot. And then when it opened and all the presidents were standing there, I was like, what the heck? This is too advanced. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> it's freaky how advanced it was. Yeah, it really was. And Abe Lincoln gives a speech at the Hall of Presidents all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always fun to go there and listen to him speak. Yeah. Only egg. So sometimes I think about going back to the 1800s just to listen to that man speak at a rally. Mm. Think about That'd how cool that would be. I'd love to hear the accents, like how people spoke. Like way back in the days yeah. of yore. Yeah, and like yeah. pre-microphone. How loud were they really? Yeah, because the microphone didn't come out till good old Thomas Edison. Yeah. My, did it? Yeah, Thomas Edison invented the microphone. Oh, I yep. didn't know that. Well, you knew he was an inventor, right? Yes. So some yes. of the big things that he invented, Light one of them was the microphone. He invented the record player. Yeah, phonograms. And he invented uh, the kinetoscope, Ooh. which came in handy for early film screenings. Ah. And then, of course, he invented the light bulb. The light bulb. Yeah. What a useful invention. There's really nothing Thomas Edison couldn't do. Apparently. Yeah. I feel like I dislike him for some reason, but I don't remember what it is, so I'm going to pretend I didn't say that. Yo, down in my hometown of Fort Myers, there was an attraction that I used to go to for summer camp. It was the Edison Ford Estate. It was Thomas oh. Edison's home in Fort Myers. Wow. And Henry Ford was his next-door neighbor for a little time. That's cool. So you got to actually tour their homes and stuff like that. Kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, when you go to the Billy Graham Library, yeah. you can see Billy's childhood home. Yeah. Or if you go to uh, Graceland to see Elvis Presley's house. Yeah. It's something like that, and it's a big deal. So been, that was really cool. I've been to a celebrity's home. James K. Polk. Oh, the president. Yeah. President James K. Polk. Oh, that's right. I don't remember anything. He was born in Mecklenburg County. Yeah. I remember that. And then he went to UNC in Chapel oh, Hill. Oh, I didn't yep. know that. Yeah, he I went to UNC. I literally learned nothing on that trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally nothing except that James K. Polk existed and was a president. That's another thing with the Hall of Presidents. So they go through and they introduce like each president from the beginning, um, you know, from George Washington. Right. And, like literally there were like at least four or five presidents that I was like, no, no, no. They're making that up. That was not a president. So apparently I need to go back and study my presidential history. Well, you don't need to do that. You can just call me. Okay. I got you. List every president in order. In order right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams Jr., um, mm -hmm. Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, Hayes, Garfield, 
Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland again, McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, Hoover, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, Biden. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Yep. I can name like seven of them out of order. Well, <laughs> I'll do you one even further. Not only can I name them, but I can also tell you a fact about them that like nobody knows. That's crazy. Like give me a president and I can tell you something about Tyler. I don't know anything about him. John Tyler. Um, let's see, he was the 10th president. He was the first president to become president as a result of his successor dying because, oh. well, William Harrison was the ninth president and he died of pneumonia because he gave too long of a speech outside. So, <laughs> so just one month into his term, Harrison was dead. And wow. so John Tyler ended up succeeding him and became president. And because he was the first successor, you know what his nickname was? What? His accidency. That's funny. Yep. We've been clowning the president since the beginning. Yep. That's really funny. <laughs> yep. Wow, I didn't know that. What about Buchanan? Give me a fact about Buchanan. James Buchanan. Well, this you may know about him. Probably he was not. the only president who never married. Um uh, so his first lady, his official first lady was his niece. Oh, Polly, right? I know the, more about the women. Yeah, <laughs> but um he never married and there's Nothing's confirmed, but there's long-standing rumor that he may have actually been gay, but we're not sure. Interesting. And um, there was also a quote that Buchanan made in the book that I was reading. When Lincoln came up to be inaugurated, Buchanan was there, you know, past yeah. the reins, and they shook hands, and he commented to him, My dear sir, if you are as happy on entering the White House as I am on leaving, you are a very happy man indeed. <laughs> Yeah. We love that. Yep. Wow. Yep. You know what else we love? What? Survivor. Yes. And it's coming back. It hopefully. is coming back. We've been hyping it up and hyping it up and hyping it up. I've, you know, we were talking about it before we recorded. Life's so boring without Survivor. It really is. Yeah. What What am I meant to pretend I'm doing? Yeah, I. I went back, I was hanging out with my friends, um, Abby and Logan, um, who, by the way, owns that Celestial Slime business we promote on a weekly basis. Please follow her on Instagram. You won't regret it. But I was at their house, and we were actually watching a few episodes of Survivor David vs. Goliath. Yeah. Because you yeah. have all the episodes are now on CBS All Access. Mm -hmm. So. Um, and some are on Netflix, which has been gaining a lot of new fans as various celebrities yes. discover the show and tweet about it. So we could have a fun celebrity edition one day. Will it happen, though? Oh, that would be so much fun. Jeff, Jeff Probst would be living, I'm sure. I would be living. So here's a conversation, then, which celebrities would make it on Survivor and who wouldn't. Um, Chrissy Teigen. If she decided to do it, I would lose my mind. I think she'd be hilarious, and I think she would win. Because everyone would be like, oh, she's just comedic. She's just a woman. And then she would, like, actually know what to do. I don't know why, but I, like, trust Chrissy. You know I just who, trust her. You know who could win Survivor easily, who? I think? The Rock. The Rock. Well, see, here's the thing. Unless he gets taken out too early for being such a big physical threat. Yes, but the thing is, The Rock is a great persuader. He like, is, he, but his muscles are massive, and that's not something you can just ignore. 
Well, it can be because sometimes challenges aren't suited to the super strong guys. That's true, but even then there still are enough that even... It's just like, maybe I'm just too big of a Survivor fan. I feel like it's embedded into Survivor that, like, it's physical. Yeah. Because it is, but, like, you know, I feel like when massive dudes like that, well, one, he would struggle not having food. I don't know mm. if he would agree to do it for his own health. But then, too, I feel like most of the other people would be like, nah, Dwayne, gotta go. Well, I mean, athletes have, well, we've had so many athletes come on through the years on Survivor. Some of them have done very well. Yeah. Others have not. Um, like, I think we've had some NBA greats like Cliff Robertson, God mm-hmm. rest his soul, um, on Survivor Kageyan, was in very good shape until yeah. he got blindsided. And then you had Scott Pollard on Survivor Cole Wrong, definitely a villain. Mm. But um, he made it deep into the game, and he made an impact, yeah. and he was a physical threat. Even though the guy's six foot eleven, well over three hundred pounds, you know he managed to deal, That's and he true. and he made it deep. So I think if he can, the Rock definitely can. Okay, I think a lot of it too is how you present yourself. And they've had a wrestler on Survivor before. They have John Hennigan from Survivor: David versus Goliath. I'm proud to say I knew who he was before every other super fan did. Um, I followed his career since 2006. So um, he performs at WWE now as John Morrison. But I was watching YouTube no. and I started watching Smosh's on yeah. like Try Not to Laugh. I don't really keep up with Smosh. And then I, I came across a different video of theirs and I was like, hey. That's the girl from Survivor. And I still, to this day, do not know her name. But what she was, she had the purple hair. Purple hair? Or, like, it was at purple at the ends or something. But was she it was Purple Kelly? Smash. No. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think her name was Kelly. I want to say her name was, like, started with an M or something. Hmm. I could be really wrong about that. But um, Well, why don't you pull it up so we can yeah, confirm? Yeah, I'm going to Google it. Because I could, I could probably put a name to the face fairly well. Um, But I, I just remember being, like... Wait, there's a YouTuber on Survivor now? Yeah. What a crazy world we live in. Wait, was she an Asian? Mari Takahashi. Oh, Mari. I remember mm-hmm. her. She's on Millennials Gen X. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, she's she was she was slash is in Smosh. Um, well, she's a gamer by trade. Yeah. So she she already has a lot of fans. And yeah. She gets to that's the coolest job in the world. You get to be paid to play video games. Oh, I know. Yeah, and Mari's, like, really good at it, too. Yeah. But she's had years of practice. Imagine getting paid to make people cry when you vote them off an island. Yeah. That's my dream. Yeah. And usually <laughs> if you make it deep into the jury, like, even if you don't win, you can still take away some good cash. Oh, if yeah. If you make it deep into the jury. I, I would love that. Yeah. You know, honestly, if I did go on Survivor, I don't think I would want to win the first time. Why? Because I'm more of a guy, I feel like I'm more effective when I'm hunting rather than being hunted. So my whole mantra, if I can make it to day 38, like I would be very happy because it means it opens the door for me to come back and finish what I started. Yeah. Because I think every super fan deep down, if they get a chance to play, they want to be a multi-time player. Gotcha. Yeah. I would want to make it... To at least the fourth spot in the jury. I'd, I jury. would be content with any spot in the jury, but I feel like fourth or, you know, lasting longer than that into the jury or winning would be <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, like, I don't know. I have no opposition to being part of the jury. 
it would be very nice to win, do not get me wrong, but like I would be more than happy if I made it to the jury, specifically fourth or higher spot, because there's already people there, and like you don't, it's not like, oh, we just opened Ponderosa, in you go. Well, you, you know, know, speaking of the jury, you know, they got me thinking, we were talking about it a little bit, but you mm. know what I miss? What? Jury speeches. Me too! Where's the, the shade? Where's the tea? The little bits of the, your The group discussion thing's a good <gasps> idea, but... I miss the individual jury speeches. See, I I understand why they got rid of them. And I understand. I would have a lot of anxiety if I had to give a speech in front of three people who just beat me in a game. But for the people who have something to say, it's a good time. Yes. (laughs) And maybe I would make up something to say. Mm -hmm. That would be funny. I wish they would bring those back. And we were talking about things they should bring back and things they should not bring back. Things they need to bring back more than anything else. They need to move. <laughs> you, that I don't. I I think it would be cool if they moved and brought back more of the like location aspect to it. You yeah. Know? Like they used to have like villages where they would go and like interact with locals for a reward and like. Yeah. China, um, Survivor China was so involved in the culture and you know Africa and token genes and all these like places. Where the location was really important, and now it's like, they're on a beach. Woohoo, yeah. a beach. Which beaches are cool, but, like, make it a different beach, like, with something happening, maybe, a little bit? Yeah, exactly. I, don't know. I feel like it might become a... Do you, think, do you think it might become a problem in future seasons if they continue to use the exact same locations and people start analyzing the TV show to figure out oh, things? Oh, absolutely. And then get on the show and, like use previous shows to their knowledge well here's the thing about survivor i know they're fairly happy in fiji and part of it maybe because jeff probes is getting too old but um there are so many untapped locations they could go to so many five i'll name off the top of my head five very promising survivor mm-hmm. locations taiwan mm-hmm. right at the top of my list would be a great spot tonga in the Pacific would be a great spot. Yeah. They've been to Samoa. Why not go to Tonga? Yeah. And they could go to, let's see, where else could they go? Uh, there's loads of islands off of, like, South Korea and Japan. Yeah, absolutely. Loads. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Where else? I mean, yo, just for the, in Canada. Just for the humor. Yeah. Madagascar. Madagascar. Okay. Sorry. Complete change in subject. I have been thinking about how much the Madagascar PlayStation game influenced my life. I every, The original Madagascar game? Yes. We have it. I have it too. Yeah. And I haven't played it in a long time, but every I love day that game. something reminds me of it. I loved that game. It it's was so fun. My so sister fun. and I still, if one of us is behind the other, we'll go, I'm advancing on you. <laughs> like the ostriches do in that yeah. one level. We like to this day, like we have so many inside oh jokes from that game and like the penguin level still scares you. me. I cannot play the penguin level. The penguin? Yeah, Why? Where you're because... on the ship. I hate it. I, I love like, it. I, I don't like things looking I don't like things coming at me. I don't like having to do a three sixty. I it's not well, it stresses me out. Well that's the best part about playing as a penguin. You get to beat people up. Th- that scares me. <laughs> I don't like it, but I love, I love all the it. Other levels. I love the rest of the game. I love the music in the Penguin oh, level the too. The, the music has a really sick bass. I love it. I love playing shuffleboard because I am an eighty-year-old woman. 
<laughs> Shuffleboard. Shuffleboard. It's so much fun. I want to play it in real life just because of Madagascar. Yeah, shuffleboard. But I did play the shuffleboard a oh, lot yeah. too. I did the. Uh, I love the mini golf. Yes. The oh tiki my gosh. mini golf yes. was so fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, I would take. I would take all the characters I could play as, and I would just play a game with all eight of them. Yes. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah, I wish my PlayStation Two worked. I want to play I know, it now. I feel you. Yeah, but my favorite levels. Um, I can't pick just one because there were a few levels that were really good. Um, I loved, um, you said you hated the penguin level. Yeah. I loved the penguin level. <laughs> um, I loved the New York street chase. Yes. That yes, one yes, was really yes. fun. Um, the jungle banquet level was really fun too. Yeah. That's the one where you have all the different like little like mission type things. Yeah. Where you have to like gather food yes. for the banquet. That was fun. Like that game had just some really great music to I it. I was going to say the sounds, not even just the music, but like the sound effects yeah. live in my head. Like the sound Gloria makes when she hip checks people. Yeah. Or the sound Marvin, right? The, the giraffe? Is that Melvin. Melvin. Whoops. Um, when he when he does the little helicopter spinny thing. Yeah. Like all of those noises. Yeah. Like are just like deeply ingrained in my psyche. Yeah. I feel like I need like a a psycholog a psychologist. Wow, English. A psychologist <laughs> to like study the impact this game had on my brain, because. <laughs> I feel like it is why I, I am who I am. I, I, I love playing the game. I still would play it today if I could. Oh, yeah, um, I'll take that PS2 off your hands if you're not going to use it. Because <laughs> um, I don't know why, but mine won't work anymore. Uh, hopefully one of these days I can get it down to Joe's yeah. in Rock Hill, and maybe they'll see if they can get it fixed or something. Because I, I have so many great PS2 games that I love playing, and I can't do anything with them. Yeah. I want to keep playing them. Oh, I have so many PlayStation 1 games yeah. that I want to play again or play all the way through because uh, they won't save on a PlayStation 2. Yeah. But And I'm kind of tired of playing the same first two levels of 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> but I would like to finish the game again yeah. and unlock the sledding level. <laughs> <laughs> I love playing... Um... There's so many games I love to play on the PS2. I mean, I'm talking about Madagascar, I love playing that. Shrek 2 on the PS2. Ha- Wait, yes. I got stuck on the level where you're in the factory. You're in the Fairy Godmother's yes, house? Yes, where you're on like, the treadmill thing. Is that Shrek 1 or Shrek 2? It must be Shrek 2, Fairy Godmother. Yeah. I don't remember. I We got stuck there. And then I, we, I don't know where the disc is. I think somebody got rid of it while I wasn't home. I love to Shrek too. I, I had oh, so yeah. much fun playing. I used to play it with the Jaquos, actually. Yeah. We would I would bring it over to their house because they used to have an older version of the PS2 PS3 which could play PS2 games. Uh, wait, modern PS3s can't? No, modern <gasps> ones can't. What about PS4s? I don't think so. Oh my gosh, this is the worst news I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't. Think I so. leg- I legit was like gonna like get a P- well one day, not anytime soon. I don't have the money, but well, get a PS4. Here's what I think needs to happen in terms. If you heard of the PlayStation Network, no, for video games, it's where you can like buy games for your console and you can download them to make them playable. Oh yeah. They need to bring all the games from yes. the PS1 and PS2. Yes, so, yes, 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 yes. So that way, you know, you can still. PlayStation could still earn money, and we could still keep our nostalgia intact. Exactly. I went to a friend's house recently, and she let me play her VR. Oh. Oh, my gosh. That was so much fun. 
I got to play Beat Saber. Uh, Sorry, it was a PlayStation 4, so it is vaguely related to what we're talking about. Yeah. But have you ever played, like, a VR game? Virtual reality, not too often. They're freaking awesome. Give me some more examples of VR <laughs> okay. games. Job Simulator. No. Okay, I played that one. And it's so freaky to, like, see hands and, like, like to, to do things, but, like, not do them. You know, hmm. it was really fun. But those were the only two we played. Um, I can't think of any other specific games, but they're really fun. Then I tell you what, I um, I used to love playing sports games back in the ah. day. Like I, I grew up. I was the biggest NASCAR fan in the world, so I used to play NASCAR games all the time. Yeah, I love playing Madden. Like, the college football games, the pro football games. Oh. I used to play those with my friends and my cousins all the time. Um, I didn't... Even though I'm a huge fan of Kingdom Hearts, I wasn't a fan until later in life. Because I got... We actually had... <laughs> this story is true and deeply humiliating, but yeah. we'll tell it. Um, we actually got a copy of Kingdom Hearts 2 back in the day. Like, way, way back in the day. Yeah. When we still lived in Florida. And... Because we got Kingdom Hearts 2 and not Kingdom Hearts 1, we couldn't figure the game out. So we ended up selling it oh. at a garage sale. And so I was just like, why did we do that? And then I started, even though I didn't play it a whole lot back then, I started about thinking it. about it. And then I came across this video, and it was a walkthrough series, Killer Jam 87, if you can find him on YouTube. Mm. Um he did a walkthrough. It's a British guy. He did a walkthrough of Kingdom Hearts, the original Kingdom Hearts on the PS2, and my curiosity just peaked. And then I asked for the game for Christmas, got it, and then slapped it straight in the PS2. <laughs> and I ended up beating the game in like two weeks. Oh, dang. Yeah. I got King... I don't remember if it was Kingdom Hearts 1 or 2. Maybe both. At some point, I don't even know the context... Um, at 11 or 12, and I started playing it, and I remember being pretty frightened of the shadow, the big shadow monster at the beginning of the first one, and oh. I could not beat it to save my life. I am still stuck on Kingdom Hearts 1. Where? I, I don't remember. It's been so long. I think the last thing I remember was Monstro, the whale, but I remember... I was at the very least at the boss. I know I made it to the boss. I can't remember if I beat the boss or not. Well, the bosses of Monstro are tough. It yes, the, it was the big one with the stomach acid stuff. Yeah. I think maybe I did beat it, and then I got really confused about what I needed to do next because I never pay attention during cutscenes and stuff. Yeah. You know, but Kingdom Hearts two, I got a good chunk of the way through, got stuck on one of the the other people, the nobodies. Nobody's? Yep. Heartless people, yeah. Um, I got stuck on the water guitar guy. Um, and then, like, a year later, <laughs> I beat it after not playing for a while. Then I, like, went to college, and then I'd play it sporadically, and I think I beat it, like, two years ago. Wow. Like, I beat it, beat it. But, yeah. I had um the DS game, too, or a Game, game Boy game. Oh, uh, Chain of Memories? Yeah, sure. I have the uh, HD version of that for the ah. PS2. Chain of Memories frustrated me. Yeah, it's one with the cards, right? Yeah, it's the yeah. one with the cards. And yeah. it would test 
it tested my patience so much. Yeah. I was like, why can't we just keep it the same, <laughs> the original gameplay, which thankfully they kept in future releases. Yes. Otherwise, I would have gone mad. But um, in Chain of Memories, I mean, it was really cool. I loved walking through the halls of Castle Oblivion because it was so neat looking. But when it came to do battle, yeah, I was very confused <laughs> more often than not. I enjoyed the card aspect, personally, but I do remember being confused. I don't think I ever beat it. Maybe I did? I don't remember. We lost all of our stuff. We lost a lot of things. Yeah. I don't own it anymore, regardless. I don't like losing things. I don't... You know what's really... Um, I actually almost... I didn't almost cry, but I got very, very sad the other day. So when I was younger, I had a Game Boy, and I had Pokemon, um, the one with Totodile... And I love Totodile slash Croconaw slash Alligator. It's my favorite Pokemon mm. um, to this day. And I had Ham Ham Heartbreak, a Ham Taro game. One day, my DS just, or my, my Game Boy just disappeared with my games. Nowhere to be found. What I can't, I have it? never found it. I have never found it. We have no idea where it went. Literally, all of our Game Boys and games just, I don't know if somebody stole them, but I, we didn't have people over that much, so, you know, who knows. But, um,. I cannot find him in Heartbreak anywhere. Like, wow. literally, it's like the game didn't even exist. Wow. And that makes me so sad because it was so much fun. And they played Moonlight Sonata all the time in the game. And I love that song now. And, yeah. So, I'm disappointed. If anybody has a copy of him in Heartbreak or knows where to find it, please let me know that I wasn't hallucinating an entire game. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had those moments where you're not sure if something actually happened or if you had a weird dream that your psyche is convinced is real. No, I've had some weird dreams in my day. <laughs> trust me. Did I ever tell you about the dream where I had a pet great white shark? No. You know what my pet shark's name was? What? Fonzie. Fonzie. Yeah. That's good. One time I had a dream I lost all my teeth. But I've never had a dream like that. I'm so glad, fun. glad I never did. <laughs> um, but, man, I... Uh, Man, <laughs> I'm thinking about all the lucid dreams I've had over the oh, years, and I'm just like, man, there isn't enough time to talk about this. We yeah. might as well just end this round right now. I was about to say, maybe in the next episode we can yeah, discuss our weird th- lucid dreams. Yeah, maybe we'll save <laughs> that for a future episode, but right now I think we need to wrap this up. We do. We thank you so much for tuning in. We love you all so much. Yes. Wherever you are in the world, know that you are loved by Jake and Danny. Yes. We will see you on the next round of the social game.